Hey guys, welcome to Retro Media Talk Podcast. I'm here with Steve Lego. Hey. And I'm Steve Montgomery, and we're going to talk about 90s music. But it ain't probably what you're thinking. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the, the bands we listen to most in the 90s. And I can tell you from my list, I, I don't know Steve Lego's list, but... My list is going to be out there, and a lot of band, a lot of people out there are going to be saying, "Who are these bands?" But hey, that's the uh, interesting thing about this podcast. We kind of touch on things that uh, other people aren't touching on, and this is '90s music, but it isn't probably the the popular alternative '90s music you're thinking. And we're uh, actually not even talking about alternative; we're talking about metal. Anyway, so metal music of the 90s, what did we most listen to? Now, if you checked our 80s metal list of most listened to 80s bands, a lot of those overlap into the 90s. I changed my list, so if you think I forgot something that was good in the, good in the 80s, it may be on the previous podcast. So we, we're going to do 30 bands, maybe a little over, but our, our set number was 30 so if we go over we apologize but there's so many damn good bands in the 90s that i want to go over so so steve what do you think uh do you want to go like we did last time like i don't know what do you want to do five each or ten yeah let's do five like we did last week five five sounds good five sounds good so for 90s of metal you want to start off uh with your first five Sure. All right. So, like I said, not in any particular order, but the uh, first one is King's X. King's X. And, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, if people aren't familiar with them, uh, they they were alternative and grunge and metal before all that stuff really ever originated, in my opinion. Very unique band, three, three-piece band, just, uh, just really good uh, melodies, um, just groove-oriented songs. Later on, you know, when they when they first came out, it was a little bit different. But uh, they have very um, a unique style, and uh, I've seen them live, and they're just they're awesome live too. So it's a really good, uh, really good band. I mean, they really they really hit their stride. I think with with the Dogman album, that was when they, I think, when they were at their peak. And, uh, I mean, they had that MTV hit on, uh, Faith, Hope, and Love, the, the It's Love video, remember? Yeah. That was their first, that was the first thing. Then, then the self-titled album came out and they had the Black Flag video, I think was that. But I think Dogman really is when, when they hit their peak, when they, that was like a perfect album. Just really heavy and, and, uh, there's not a really a bad bad song on there honestly but yeah they're an awesome band i Still think going on today I, I i i mean i meant to put that on my 80s list and i was kicking myself for you know forgetting them because uh out of the silent planet man i used to listen to that album over and over it kind of they kind of have like a, a trippy type of a feel yeah with some of the songs uh dark at, at times yeah it's just i mean Really, I think a lot of people would probably say that they're they're not metal, that they couldn't even be... Disc- what are you going to put them in? You know what I mean? They yeah. have some heavy songs, but then there's some songs that are just so different, funky, whatever, um, acoustic. So I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to, to, to place them because they have such a unique style. Yeah, they were kind of like, they're kind of like prog rock, you know, when they first started I, that's what i kind of classify them as you know kind of proggy rock I, I really love them i'm glad you put that on your list because because um i missed that last week so what's your next one right uh number two is dream theater oh great pick it's yeah, online it was, uh, <laughs> yeah when i when i uh heard uh, pull me under from the images and words uh album oh. i was instantaneously hooked oh yeah great uh, great vocals they had a queen's right kind of a vibe to it in a way um a little bit more uh 
technical, I think, than Queensryche. Um, I was blown which away isn't by so, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great album. I mean, but when when Awake came out, that's when it was when they really really pulled me in because that album was incredible. Don't you think that that was the first progressive metal band that was really pushing the limits i mean you know you had queens right that was kind of labeled progressive metal in a way uh but these guys were really technical progressive metal uh, yeah you know well i mean i think fate's warning came before them oh I, I yeah think. yeah you're right you're right you're right uh that's on my list too uh it's probably yeah, on yours too <laughs> but yeah you're right yeah. you're right they were the ones that kind of I would think I would think I, I would say Dream Theater is the first one that really put those heavy guitars in the progressive music. Yeah, a little bit chunkier, crunchier, a little guitar. chunkier. Yeah, yeah. Because Face Warning, they it was like a lot of like that higher pitched um, uh, guitar sound, you know, where it was mm -hmm. more melody. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. they evolved too. Like you know, oh, same yeah, thing when definitely. when when they when they moved on. Uh, later they they got a little bit heavier definitely i actually saw them it was a trifecta down here um it was uh fate's warning queen's reich and dream theater all on oh. the same show oh my gosh incredible yeah it was it was amazing wow it was an amazing show yeah ray i remember ray alder was pissed off because they only got like 35 minutes no way to play oh my gosh with all those songs like 35 <laughs> minutes <laughs> yeah. that's like what four songs i mean uh, seriously yeah. i mean it depends on what songs they play i mean they got some long songs you know yeah <laughs> some of in some he of their... stormed off the stage he was cussing and yeah he was just he was ticked <laughs> off oh man it's <laughs> a trip you didn't meet him did you no, no, he yeah. was he was pissed off, man. And wow. I he was like storming through the crowd. I was like, nah. he walked right by me with like three feet by me. But nah, no, I was way. wow. I was talking to some chicks, so I, I was <laughs> more important. <laughs> That's funny, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, let's see, so number three, and you know it's kind of rough because um, I listened to him a lot more after the '90s. Mm -hmm. But uh, the one album from the '90s that um, I, I I did really really listen to a lot and get into um, was uh, Camelot, and of course with the fourth Legacy was oh, another one was uh, <laughs> was uh, yeah. was a great album. But yeah. yeah, that's the that's the only album from the '90s, right? It's Which one? It's the only album from the '90s. Fourth Legacy. That's that, the only one. Mm, well, no, there was. There was well, they had the other two without Roy Khan, which yeah, they stink. Oh man, I gotta turn this down. I mean, I wouldn't say they don't they they stink, but um, Fourth Legacy was the first one with with Roy Khan, right? And that's the only one I liked. That's the only one I liked. So that's the only one I listened to in the nineties. So I listened to the other two also, but yeah, I mean, Roy Khan changed it. Obviously, changed it all for me. I mean, but. But yeah, good pick. Yeah, and actually, they're uh, for anybody who doesn't know any about anything about them. They're 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 from Florida, and uh, at the time uh, that Roy Khan uh, joined the band, I think he what, where's he from? Uh, He's Iceland from or Finland? Sweden, I think, or something like that. Or well, what? one of those Scandinavian places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure. I guess, but I, I think Conception came out of Sweden. Was it? I thought. I don't know. Some look up. I but he guess. ended up leaving the band to become a, to become somewhat of a monk for a while. Is that what he did? And uh, yeah, oh. you can see videos of him in YouTube, and oh. uh, he's something like this like really remote freaking uh, church. He's not wearing like a monk clo cloak or anything, but it was like this remote church, and he yeah he was all into that for a while. It was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Norwegian. Yeah, I guess. Norway, is that where yeah, you're from? Yeah, I guess so. Norwegian hard rock metal band. Well, they're, yeah. They're on my list, too. Hmm. <laughs> but we'll talk. Well, we're, yeah, we're going we're gonna we're gonna to have, gonna, we're gonna have gonna, some overlap. We're going to overlap for sure. <laughs> it's just going to happen. 
And then uh, number four, which now we're we're, we're doing a, a a spin in a different direction because all these bands were, you know, kind of like progressive rock, more um, uh, not mainstream. And then my my number four is Guardian, which is uh, it's a Christian uh, Christian metal hard rock band, and they pretty much ruled the '90s for for commercial contemporary type Christian rock slash hard rock slash metal. Their their albums are pretty diverse, um, but they had they had a lot of great ones. Fire and Love obviously was, was super uh, catchy. Yeah. Um, they, they had they even had some videos on uh, MTV uh, for that one. That's where I screwed up. They on the eighties ones on my eighties list when I put Guardian yeah. on. That's why I really screwed up because Jamie Rowe when he came on it really took off. Yeah, yeah, because um, first watch with with Paul Crowley, the original singer, that came out in the eighty nine. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So. And I, I mean, that's a great album too. But um, I mean, as far as like having material, I mean, in the '90s, gosh, uh, Guardian put out five albums: Fire and Love, Miracle Mile, Swing, Swing, Swung, Buzz, and Bottle Rocket. And of course, once Bottle Rocket kind of got here, they were kind of in the the alternative yeah. rock kind of mode. But uh, I mean, I love Buzz. Buzz was like the beginnings of it. But uh, just a lot of really great songs in there. Swing, Swing, Swung ended up being an all-acoustic album. But uh, um, Fire and Love for me, that was that was my favorite. Yeah, Miracle Mile was my favorite. Was it? They had some good mm -hmm. songs on there. I just haven't listened to it in a long time, so I can't even tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably changed. You know, when you, you get... You kind of start. You start to play an album, and you and you just like play it a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot. And then the next thing you know, you go back and you listen to a different album of the same person, and then you're like, oh, man, there's like a really a lot of good songs in here. Maybe I, I didn't give a chance to. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's probably what what'll happen with me because yeah, I, when I first got Fire and Love, I, I think I told the story before. I. I I was I was ticked off. I was ticked off because I'm like, who's this new guy singing? I couldn't stand him. You know what I mean? Because I was so used to the oh, other guy. Yeah, right. And uh, I didn't really like the style because it's almost like this. Uh, what do you want? He almost has like a blues style. And at the time, I didn't. I wasn't really into it. It, it took me a, a year or two to hmm. to to get into it. But yeah, I kind of like that up, like that scratchy kind of voice. You know that. Yeah. Know. Oh, I do now. Yeah. You know, but but back then it was all about you know guys oh, screaming right, and getting right. high notes and right. all that kind of crazy stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then number five on my list, which you know I want to clarify to people that you know it's sometimes these bands that you listen to, I mean they they have a career over multiple decades, decades right? Yeah. So it's like, so um, you know I. Uh, Number five for me is Kiss. Oh, when yeah. when they came out with right. when they came out with Revenge back in I want to say that was ninety two. Yeah, that was like their resurgence, right? That that's like they came out with a, a a new look and a little bit of a new fresher sound. And it you know I'd listen to Kiss a little bit in the eighties, uh, but not not a whole lot. Um, and then once that album came out, I was like totally absorbed into Kiss. And then of course. Uh, uh, they put out Carnival Souls, which is probably like their heaviest album that everybody, that Gene and Paul hate, but that's like super, super heavy album. Is that Heavens then, on Fire? Course, or which no, one was Heavens on that's Fire? That's got, that's, um, that's Animalize. Oh, yeah, I really like that song. So, yeah, they, 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 they did that album and it didn't do very well. So then they went and they did that uh, MTV Unplugged and they did that little uh, original line up reunion on there for a couple songs and you know it just exploded people were like oh my god you know so they they reformed kiss and put the makeup back on and so that was like really that was the 90s for kiss was the was the return of the makeup so i mean it was it was crazy it was unbelievable and i listened to so much kiss um in the 90s probably more than probably more than any other band to be honest with you well, you know what's funny about kiss is uh I didn't like Kiss. 
even though I wanted to get into Kiss because I liked the makeup and I s- saw their movies, you know, uh, brief, you know, when I was a kid in the 70s, you know, and all that stuff. What was the movies yeah. like Phantom and Kiss versus the Phantom? Kiss, or Kiss, Kiss meets the Phantom of the yeah. Park. Yeah. But uh, then I started listening to them a little bit here and there. And I was like, eh, Kiss ain't bad. They're just not, it's just not very great. Me- I, I didn't think they were very great. I kind of put, put them in the classification of kind of just bar rock, ACDC, whatever. And then when you were talking about the 90s, you know, when they came out with like those other songs, you know, the heavier. And I was like, man, you know, I kind of I like these guys now. You know, what's weird is, dude, I really like their disco tune. What was that? What was that song? Um, I was uh, I was made for loving yeah. you. <laughs> I really like that song, man. I always have. But anyway, uh, and that and that I know a lot of Kiss fans hate that song, but I love that song. Um, oh, I love that song. I, I love that album. That's like almost like a disco album. Yeah, a I, dynasty. I, 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 I do that album rocks, right? But you know, in the '90s, I was just like, no, I'm not going to get into Kiss, but they do got some good stuff, right? It was right before COVID, the last concert I ever went to. It was right when COVID was was starting uh, well it, it it technically had already started but you know it was like the it All was the like craziness a month started yeah it was like a month before the craziness or something like that i saw kiss for the first time and you know it was their what their last tour or something or whatever they were they end were, of the road tour yeah yeah and i was blown away i mean i could not believe how great they they played, they sounded, um, the pyrotechnics, and and I'm like, holy cow! I've been missing the boat, man. These guys put on one of the best shows I've ever seen. So I gained a oh, whole sure. new respect for for Kiss. How many decades and years they've they've been playing? And I just saw them for the first time. It was just well, amazing. next year it'll be fifty years. Fifty years! Wow, man. Yeah, I tell you. It, 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 and so it when you crazy. saw them, you saw them. You you didn't even see them like, and you you saw them on their decline. I know. You know what I mean, I can't imagine seeing them in their <laughs> heyday. You know, <laughs> and I was still blown away. So you know, you're you, you know they're they're probably rubbing Ben Gay all over their body to <laughs> you know fighting aches and pains. You know, and and everything and what's else. crazy? <laughs> I bet you. I bet you at that concert. You know, not being a Kiss fan, I bet you as soon as they started playing, you knew probably sixty to seventy-five percent of those songs. You'd heard them all. You just oh, didn't really oh, realize yeah, yeah. that it was Kiss. I think there were a couple songs where I was just like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that song." I can see why Kiss made your list for sure. But I was surprised it didn't make it in in the '80s list, to be honest, because I thought you were a fan from way back. Well, I always liked Kiss. Um, but you know, back in the '80s when I started listening to, you know, that style of music, yeah, they didn't really. Uh, when I started listening, they they started putting kind of some lamer albums out, and I yeah. had them, but they just weren't they weren't catchy, catchy. So I I I picked up on them in their lull, like when they were, eh, you know what I mean? They had their peak. They took their makeup off, and then they they had some good albums when they first took their makeup makeup off. Hmm. But you know, when I when I got into them, it was about four albums, three albums in, yeah. and I was like, yeah, they kind they kind of lost their their drive, I think, and we're starting to go commercial. You know what? You know what? Um, album I did buy and I listened to the heck out of was Ace Frehley's uh, album, Frehley's Comet, wasn't it? Was that Freely Comet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Freely's Comet. Then he had uh, Second Sighting, which was the second one. Yeah. yeah, the one with Rock Soldiers. Gosh, I love that song. I, uh, you know, I listened yeah. to the crap out of that album. But that was one album I did buy. And then I bought Kiss later. I guess I should say, yes, I bought, <laughs> I bought some of the later Kiss albums and uh, their best of and all that stuff later on. So that was that five? Yeah, definitely. That was five. Okay, all right. Hi guys, this is Steve. Do you know your body needs 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and a powerful blend of essential fatty acids? 90 essential nutrients your body needs to stay healthy. 
In today's world, depleted soil, crop changes, and seasonal inconsistencies are yielding less nutrient-dense food. This is why the Healthy Body Start Pack was created. Longevity's products have been around for decades. If you want to check out the Healthy Body Start Pack, guys, go to naturalhealthagenda.com. Naturalhealthagenda.com. Full disclosure, in no particular order. Number one, uh, this one was one that I that I really, really love when they first uh, hit the scene was Steel Heart, and that was uh, a high vocalist. If people don't know what Steel Heart was or is or whatever, one hit wonder. That's what they were. Well, well, I mean, everybody's probably seen the movie Rockstar. And that was the vocalist for Steelheart. You know, they they were Steel Dragon, but that was supposed to be kind of. I mean, Steelheart did didn't, the songs in that. Didn't Jeff, didn't Jeff Scott Soto sing some of those songs though? So it was a mix between those two, right? I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, the the main theme was a Steelheart song. I mean, that was on their Wait album. The main song that uh, I, I can't remember the freaking title of it. But you know what I'm talking about, you know, in the end. And if you don't know what Rockstar, the movie Rockstar starred uh, Mark Wahlberg and had Jennifer Aniston in it. Uh, what was that song? It wasn't Blood Pollution. Uh, it was uh, all, We All Die Young. Yes, We All Die um, Young. That was on their Wait album. Yeah, I, I, I love that uh, that album. You didn't li- like it? Uh, no. No, really? I mean, I, you know, obviously, obviously when that song <laughs> came out, that I'll Never Let You Go, it's yeah. a good song. And so I got the, I got the I got the album and I was like oh, let's yeah they're just they're just I, I don't know I just not, the guy's a great singer right mm-hmm. he's a good singer they're just not a good band I mean that's that's one of those situations where they they don't have good songs right so it overshadows for for me it overshadows his talent right because they don't have good songs they don't have catchy good songs they just weren't a good band that's saying a lot <laughs> I mean if he if he if if he would have moved to a different band, I bet you he would have had way more success. That's all I'm saying. Because he's a good singer. Uh, well, two of the members were in another band that I listened to a lot of, and I forgot to put well, them on the list. I'm 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 not going to put them the, on this well, that, list, but that was one of the bands that I did forget to put on the list, and it was Rage of Angels. Christian, yeah, I said that was eighties though. Yeah, I know that was supposed to be on my eighties list, but I screwed up, and I was thinking extreme was in the eighties or whatever. Yeah, and I did listen. You know, I did listen to that album a lot too, but uh, it doesn't it it doesn't stand the test of time. I was just really listening to it, and I haven't heard in a long time. So it 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 hasn't aged well. Okay, okay, I'm a sucker for eighties ballads. So I did like Steelheart because it had She's Gone. I really like that song, and I'll Never Let You Go. That was one that was not my top band by any means, but uh, I did listen to this band a lot more than Steelheart, and it was Holy Soldier. It was a Christian rock band, Christian metal band, whatever. And uh, I really loved uh, Holy Soldier, the debut and the second album that came out. Yes. Uh, they, they, yeah, they they made my list too. Did they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal band. You know, they they oh, they really were. Their second album, uh, in my opinion, Last Train blows the first one away. It just blows it away. Yeah, I I, I don't know about that, but <laughs> but it blows it away. Dude. <laughs> but but I like both those albums. Uh, the third one, not so much. But uh, yeah, when the third one, when they were starting to go alternative well, they got well something. they got a new singer and that was promise man yeah i yeah i i didn't like the direction no of, of no Holy i didn't like the singer that. so no. yeah yeah not 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 good there but anyway uh the third one was slaughter i really loved slaughter and another band that came out of the 80s i forgot about was vinnie vincent invasion which mark slaughter was the singer of, and I totally, yeah, totally forgot about it. Totally forgot about it. Uh, well, he was the singer. He was a singer for the second album, not the first album. 
Maybe yeah. I don't have no, the first uh, one. I don't know. I thought I had both of them, but anyway. The 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 um he's in the video. So what's crazy is that um I can't think of the guy's name now. It's, it's driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. But um the guy that recorded the album um after the album was finished, they basically kicked him out of the band or he left the band. So when they filmed the video for Boys Are Gonna Rock, mm -hmm. Mark Slaughter appeared in the video and lip synced to the other guy's vocals. <laughs> Are you serious? Then, yeah. <laughs> And then wow. for the Vinnie Vincent Invasion All Systems Go album, that was Mark Slaughter. Not that we, not that we want to jump into uh, you know the '80s, but you know that album was big because of the um, for the movie soundtrack um, Love Kills, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. So Slaughter's another band that I think uh, probably had one of. I mean, they were. They had one of the best looks out there, you know, I think. I mean, mm. they, were, they were captured probably more times, kind of like Skid Row, like we were talking about, like Sebastian Bach, you know. I mean, always pictured on Metal Edge. I mean, Slaughter was another band that was just, like, had a great look to them. They all had great hair. And then the bass player, didn't he die, like? No, it was the guitar player, Tim guitar Kelly. Tim Kelly died, like, what? Couple years after the after after, after the after debut, the, I think or something, I'm, or was it after the second album? I don't know. I can't remember. It was it was after the second album. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that was sad. He got killed on the way to a festival they were going to be playing. I'm I'm pretty uh, sure that's what happened to him. Man, he got hit by a semi. Jeez. I, I, I think yeah, his car he was traveling. There yeah. was an accident with a semi truck or something. He got he got killed. And then and you know the and uh, you know I. I'm not a real big fan of Slaughter anymore. I was back then, to be honest with you. But, yeah. um, you know, they kind of changed directions, and they, they kind of like, you know, they kind of got washed up. But a, lot, but a lot of those bands did at the time. True. But uh, they never forgot They never forgot him. You know, and yeah. they, 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 they always talk about him. And, you know, so I, I respect them a lot yeah. for that, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, they, um, I mean, that their first album, Stick it to you. I mean, that, I mean, that's about as near a perfect debut album as as a band can have. I yeah. mean, I mean, that album was amazing. It was, it was incredible. It was so many catchy, catchy songs on there. Yeah, and to be honest with you, you know, you, you would think you wouldn't think that it would be that appealing because he's got a very um, different voice. You know what I mean? Oh, At yeah. that time, um, you know, that was. You know, it wasn't really, it didn't really fit uh, into how everybody else was singing, I think. I mean, it, it, he had the same style, but his voice is that really oh, it's high, high it's peach. High. It's that screechy, see, it's like a screechy voice. But, I mean, he did it good on that album. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I give him 100% credit. I, ended up, I actually ended up seeing them uh, at the Emporia. Uh, uh, were you there? You did? Yeah. I know Stover was there. Did you? Didn't you? Didn't go with us? That was the concert I missed. That was they played in like Creef Core, right, or something. No, they played in at a bar. No, they played in like they played in like no, they played in like in this theater. Oh. I couldn't tell you what what it was called now. Well, I remember. See, that's a that's what's crazy about these bands. They were like packing out civic centers all around for like what two years, and then all of a sudden yeah. they tanked. And also, and and then they were playing in bars and small clubs right after that. It was just the weirdest time in music, I think. These bands yeah. exploded, and then they were dead. It was it was strange. Yeah. But I don't think I I did not go to the slaughter show. I don't know where the heck I was. I, yeah, I think me, Stover, and Gallus went. Gallus? I'm pretty sure Gallus was there. Yeah. How would he have gone, and I didn't go? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. But so they made my list too, by the way. Did they? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So the next band that probably didn't make your list because a lot of people probably don't know who they are, but they were huge. But they weren't huge in America. Goddard. It's G O T T H A R D, and I don't know if I ever say this. Say the name right or not, but it's it's Goddard or Goddard 
got hard, but it's Goddard. Goddard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I used yeah. to say got hard. <laughs> They're hard rock metal, melodic. Did and... they make it? Did they make you hard? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a it's a weird name. Um, but do you know who I'm talking about? Have you ever heard of them? They've been yeah, around since '92. The singer that uh, they used to have, uh, Steve Lee, phenomenal. Uh, singer he he had died in a motorcycle accident in actually uh las vegas there were swiss music award winners all the all the good metal comes from overseas all the bands i listen to are are pretty much come out of sweden it's just crazy i mean most most of the uh the bands that i really like that always end up in my playlist. I don't know what it is with Sweden, but there's a lot of good metal bands out of Sweden. Oh, they they have they have like the Japan effect. Remember back in remember back in the eighties, like Japan was like they they still had like um um a huge group of people that that love stuff from like the fifties, like the soft yeah. pop type music. Yeah, remember yeah, that? Yep. Yeah. And so and and now um, Japan. And like those Norwegian, those Scandinavian type countries, they're just now really getting into what the metal scene from that we had like thirty years ago. Do you know what I mean? Metal bands are huge in Japan, and they're huge in you know Iceland and Norway and Sweden and stuff like that. There's so there's so many hair band um, oh, yeah. bands c- coming from Sweden, like oh, Crazy big Licks time. and big time. yeah, um, Crazy Licks, yep, and Crash Diet and all those kind of bands. Mm-hmm. Well, there there've been a lot of bands, you know, um, out of S- Sweden. I mean, they've they've shoot from the '90s on. That just yeah, they just keep metal alive there. Well, okay, so that was well, that was my number four. Hey guys, do you like virtual instruments, sample libraries, and audio plugins? Well, I got a special coupon code for you. Okay, samples review five samples review five will give you an extra five percent on the already low prices at audioplugin.deals now this coupon cannot be combined with any other coupon don't pass this up guys this is a awesome offer five review at checkout so samples five review at checkout and get you an extra five percent of all the music software deals available at audioplugin.deals. Five. Did we get to that uh, Fate's Warning? Was that on, that was on your list, right? Yeah, or not yet. List. But not yet. Not yet. Okay, yeah. Right. Fate's so Warning, obviously. So we'll talk about Fate's Warning together. Yeah, first time I heard Fate's Warning, I, I was. Uh, it was actually Dan Hatfield. You know Jay's brother that turned me on to Fate's probably the Warning. No, probably the No Exit album, I would bet, right? Yep, No Exit, and it, and then uh, the other album, uh, what's the name of it? With the uh, line parallels? In, yes, yes. Oh man, just those those albums just blew me away. I love Ray Alder's smooth um, vocals. It just I don't know how to explain it, but it was like, you know, kind of, they had the style of, of, of a type of heavier rush, but, but I didn't like rush, you know, rush. I didn't like Getty Lee's vocals, you know, but they were kind of progressive like rush in my, you know, in the, in the style, but, but it was, I don't know. What what do you think? Do you compare them with Rush with uh, a smoother vocal or no. what, what do you think? No. Um you know Rush Rush um uh, they I don't I don't know what what I don't, can't even categorize Rush, but I mean I can see what you're saying. The technical maybe some of the aspects yeah, some of the, the technical aspects of it, but music-wise I don't see any similarities whatsoever. Um but um yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. Not music wise, but, but it, it, I guess because Rush was a, like the first kind of band that was doing like real technical kind of progressive rock type stuff. 
So was like, you remember King Crimson and, and some of those from the 70s or whatever? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, whatever. But Fate's Warning was the kind of first prog rock band, prog metal band, not rock, I guess. They're more prog metal, I, I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. But with, the, you know, the smooth vocals, I don't know, man. They just grabbed me. As soon as I heard them, I was just, yeah, boom. I, I was sold, man. I had to have whatever Fate's Warning put out. So that was my five, I guess. Yeah, that was it. I actually saw them. Uh, the first time I saw them, I saw them in this. You know, we were talking about how bands went from playing big shows to, like, dives. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where I saw the advertisement, but Fate's Warning was playing somewhere down on, like, the the east side of Cleveland, like, bad part of cleveland right i can't even remember where it was at now really and they were playing they were playing inside this tiny i'm talking tiny bar and there was a local band opening up for them i can't remember the name but literally i think the fire code was like 90 people right so when i when i get there when i get there there's people billowing out the door right and when they started playing, everybody crammed in there. So there was probably like 400 people in this place. It was only meant to hold like 90. And the fire department kept on showing up and kicking everybody out. And then when they would leave, everybody would come back in to watch the show again. But it was it was crazy. I mean, literally, it was, wow. you know, four or 500 people there in a place that could only hold, you know, like 100. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, talking about falling, falling from you know grace you know you're going from being oh. well they weren't super huge no they, but they, they but they but they were playing bigger places than a 100 person uh a dive bar in cleveland mm. yeah i mean he was he was always uh well like uh, he but ray alder i mean he he just i don't know man did you ever get a solo album the last one he put out no, it's super awesome, man. You you should check that out. But you you were you were a big fan of the drummer, weren't you, Steve uh, Zimmerman? Zonder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zonder and Steve Zimmerman, right? Yeah. The oh John Arch was the original singer for Fate's Warning. Yeah, which, on that one yeah, album. Yeah, which I guess. Yeah, Waking the Guardian, right? That was that yeah. was the one. And then there was Knight yeah. and Brock. He was okay. Brock, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was okay. So I mean, he I, left. I didn't really like it. So he did the Knight of Brock, and then that uh, Spectre Within. Did he do that one too? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Awaken I think Alder the was the. Yeah, uh, Waking the Guardian. Yeah, I, I think I think um, I think Alder showed up for No Exit. That yeah, was no his exit, first album. Yeah. So that's stupid. That should have been my no wait no because I found those in the I found Fate's Warning in the nineties never mind they were in the eighties but I didn't start listening yeah, to them in the nineties right yeah yeah okay I tell you it's yep. it's confusing it is it can, it can be <laughs> it can be because there's bands I found now that uh, that were putting albums out in the uh, in the eighties that or nineties nineties that I just now found. That I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I miss this one? But anyway, so your next five? So my next five, well, the next band I guess on the list would be Haven. <laughs> it's on my list too. <laughs> <laughs> and they are a Christian progressive metal band, probably, probably the first. Uh, well, I wouldn't say the first, but the best, the best Christ- progressive Christian metal band, I, yeah. I think, at the time. Um, there's been a lot since then, but, uh, they had, uh, they had like a dark sound at times. I, don't you think it was kind of like a dark? <clears throat> oh yeah. That's like what a, a dark, that, that's what attracted me to them. They were just, yeah. It was, it was like a dark sound, but it was, you know, uh, an incredible drummer. I don't know how and, they did uh, it. Yeah. I really don't know how they recorded that album. And yeah, I mean, and the singer, I mean, the singer, a very unique voice, kind of had a little bit of a Queensryche mm-hmm. vibe, but not really. He has a very, very u- unique voice. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, they had two albums before they, you know, they disbanded. The singer, of course, he 
he put out a third one, which, um, you know, when I first heard it, um, I didn't, um, I didn't really care for it, but you know, I I had made a comment. I think I told you I made a comment on Facebook yeah. about it, and this and the and the singer Imagine the singer that. responded, <laughs> and uh, you know, so I went back. Um, I went back and I ordered the remaster, and um, I went back and I listened to it. And you know what? It's 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 slightly different style than the first mm-hmm. two, but it 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 really is a good album. Is the remaster much different than the other one? Do you know? I never heard the original, but I mean, it's it sounds good. It sounds really good. Um, okay. Good levels and it's really. I mean, I think it sounds it sounds really good. I mean, I wouldn't think he recorded it in his garage like he said he did. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 good. It's it's good. I mean, like I said, it's not a, it's not to the quality of the first two as far as like the 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 technicality i think of it mm-hmm. but i um, mean still some good songs and still great vocals um yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely going worth going back and listening to it i you know i gave it a chance like i said and um yeah i actually i actually like it um better than i than i did when i first heard it and i think i got tainted when uh because i remember when it came out i i hadn't gotten it and you had gotten it and you mm-hmm. were like dude don't even bother buying it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm 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 wanting yeah. the progressive. I'm wanting what yeah. they did before, you know. And I'm and I was yeah. just like I, I was disappointed. So I ended up hearing it at like later on after you told me that, and I was like, yeah, I guess Steve was right, blah blah blah. And it just wasn't that good. <laughs> but you know, like I said, you know, what is it, fifteen, twenty years after the fact? Yeah, and you can, I go go back now and listen to it with different ears. It, I, yeah. I can I can appreciate it. And when you think about it, you know when he when he did everything on the album, the singer. Yeah, true. Um, I mean, hey, I think he, uh, he's pretty talented. You well, know? What happened I mean, to actually, the damn drum? What happened to that drummer? I, you know, I, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Just in case Kevin Ayer is the singer, yeah, <laughs> or maybe <laughs> might be listening. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give false information, but I think I read that he had left to become. Um, like a youth pastor or a musical okay. director or something at a church. Hmm. So, you know, and I think then somebody else in the band decided they were going to go to college. And so they the band is basically one by one. Everybody kind of just went and did their own thing. Okay. And so that's, you know, it wasn't like they hated each other or whatever. Just, just kind of like people decided to move on with their lives. But I had read somewhere, though, a long time ago, that he was like the core guy. Like he wrote... A lot of the songs mm-hmm. and the music and stuff like that. So when you lose, when you lose a guy like that, I mean, the band's pretty much done unless somebody can pick up the slack and yeah, maybe they just didn't want to or maybe they just thought it was time to move on. I don't know. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to um, the singer actually. That would um, be that would be you know, cool. Yeah, get you know get him on a podcast and and talk to him because he's, sure. uh, he's got a um, he's got a he's got a a new band now. Um, it's like a secular uh, hard rock band. It's called Street Machine, oh, and he uh, cool. he let me uh, he let me uh, he gave me the link to Spotify, and I listened to it. I'm actually gonna I've been meaning to pick up the CD on Amazon. I just haven't got around mm-hmm. to it. But yeah, it's um, it's 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 different style. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, but it's like rock hard rock. But he I mean, he he still sounds like he did. You know, really. I mean, he's still got a still got a great voice. Yeah, well, I'm gonna check that out. What's the name of it? Street Machine. Street Machine. Yeah, and they're working on their second one right now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I tell you, man, when I heard first heard Age of Darkness, that just blew me away with all the time signature changes and everything. I mean, it was it was an epic album. I can still put that album on now and go, gosh. You know, I picked up that album first. You know, the Age of Darkness. Yeah. And then I I went back and I got um. Uh, your dying day and i actually i actually like um your dying day um better than age of darkness i, I love them both yeah uh, uh, but i think more, you know age of darkness was um was more technical and your dying day was more like straightforward oh rock, it was it was dark yeah. rock yeah. type thing yeah mm, for but, sure yeah, great band great band um um if you can if you can uh you can find them check them out even though i take a multivitamin i also like to take superfoods 
and the best superfood I found on the market that tastes just amazing is Brick House Nutrition Field of Greens. Real organic superfood. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. Helps with your overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Since Field of Greens is made from real foods, it's technically not a supplement. This is just pure whole foods, guys, and you can get a discount right now by using coupon code HEALTHYLIFE. Just plug that coupon, HEALTHYLIFE, before checkout in the coupon section and get our exclusive discount. You have to try Field of Greens from BrickHouseNutrition.com. Okay. Next song on the list, is, or the next band on the list, I should say, is Die Happy. Yep. <laughs> it was on my list, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it was uh, that was a band that just kind of sprang up from uh, basically old members from uh, Vengeance Rising is basically how that band started up. And uh, they need the singer. So they got uh, Robin Basari to to just come in and sing for them. No intention of, you know, actually forming a band and going on tour. Um, and I guess it did well enough that they called him back up and said, hey, we're making a second album. We want you to be in the band. And, uh, and uh, they ended up making the second album, which I prefer than the first album. Um, and, of course, the second album... Uh, Greg Chazen and uh, Jeff Martin from Badlands joined the lineup for that album, and then of course they did the, uh, the 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 live and studio album, which is really good too. But yeah, great band. It's kind of like a blues rock. You know, it's like a Christian metal version. Not the first album, but the second album, kind of like a Christian metal version of Badlands. Really. Yeah. And then they that feel to and it. And then that other album would some of the members. You know, after they disbanded, wasn't it Red Sea? Didn't they do Red Sea after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was the which which is the next band on my list? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was the same thing. It kind of um, uh, just just a singer. He he started up another band called Red Sea, and the same thing. It was it was uh, blues, rock, metal, kind of head of uh, Badlands. Badlands feel to it. Yeah. Really, really good. Really great singer. And on a side note, the singer, you know, he he popped back out of the out of the mothballs with uh, with uh, the bass player from Vengeance Rising, and they have that new band uh, Reign of Glory. Was I telling you about that? No, I haven't checked them out yet. Uh, incredible band. They just announced that they're going to be in the lineup for the Immortal Fest this year. So I'm totally pumped Rain for that. I'm a, I, I just wrote them down. I'm going to check them out. Album of the year, dude. I'm telling you, album of the year. I already picked Incredible. my album of the year. <laughs> you haven't listened to it, so you can't say that. Yeah. This All was right. uh, 22. They put 2022. They put it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it'd have to be. Uh, I'd have to do it for 2023 because uh, my album of the year has already been selected and and uh, videotaped. So I can't uh-huh. go back in time now, but maybe I'll I'll put it up there for uh, honorable mention in 2023. I actually just picked mm-hmm. up a, a album uh, from a band. Remember what I was telling you about? I've, I've discovered a band that, that that I've been playing since the 90s, and I just now discovered them. This band, man, I'm totally hooked on, but it's. Uh, catatonia have you ever heard of them i've heard of them yeah and uh their their new album just came out oh man amazing album of course another band that that came out of uh sweden but yeah they've been around since uh since uh back in the day they were a little more i think death or black metal when they first started uh-huh. and then they went into more of a goth type sound like way back when like that, they, they had this phase where they were, like when they probably their first two albums they were, they were into that stuff. But they were uh, they're a Swedish band, and 
he's just got the most it, it, they call it melancholy it's darker kind of uh smooth melodic metal though i don't know man you have to check it out and i'm waiting for the new camelot they bring roy back into the fold then i'll be a full-on uh, camelot fan again but until then I'm, I, I'm i was done with him right. and it's not their fault he decided to leave and that's just how it is yeah. but i i you know yeah. i'm not i don't take change well so okay yeah we know that you know. <laughs> so wait okay what was that your last one no no there's two more actually where wait where, uh, what was that last one you were talking about red lost. sea Oh yeah. Oh, Red Sea. How do we? How do I get on the? The oh man, this is gonna be a long. Part. This is gonna be two parts. Nutella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And then real briefly for the next um, band because we talked about them last week, but um, and you know um, when their album came out in the '90s, I listened to it like crazy. Uh, same vein as Die Happy and Red Sea, of course, and that was Badlands when they came out with their Voodoo Highway album. I listened to that album, I mean, hundreds of times. Yeah. Like, so we talked about him last week. Ray Gillen, uh, you know, he passed away, and the band just kind of disbanded. Uh, Jakey Lee from Ozzy Osbourne was a guitar player, and like I said prior to that, Jeff Martin and Greg Chazen, the bass player and drummer, they left, and of course they joined Die Happy. So, uh, that's them. So if you like if you like blues, hard rock, that's that's a band to check out. But yeah, Voodoo Highway, incredible album. I and agree. Then number ten, and um, I didn't get into this band really until the late nineties. And it's a, a Nevermore with their dreaming. Yeah, neon another black one on my album. list. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, sir. It's just a. And if you want to talk about a band that's uh, just a unique vocal style, right? And just it, like he's drowning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's drowning or something. I mean, it's like he has this really, really um, uh, unique but strange voice. Um, and of course, he he passed away a few years back, um, and that was the end of that. Um, Did he have cancer? I can't remember. Or no, he was it. I, I think he died in his sleep or something, something. a heart attack, or okay, yeah. it, it was. It wasn't anything crazy. I can't you know? remember exactly what happened. But, um, I remember the first day I bought that album. It was a um, debut. I think it was at uh, Co-op Records, and it said something melodic or heavy metal or or heavy something. I don't know if it's it heavy music and melodic vocals or something. No, I, I take it back. It didn't say melodic. It said clean, clean vocals. It's not like or something right. like that. Right. Yeah, uh, they, they, they've got, you know, if you like a, a band that has like a dark sound, this is it, right? They have a very dark sound. Uh, you got a singer that sounds like he's drowning, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, but the, the music is just like it's just like it's just driving ahead. You know what I mean? It's just like mm -hmm. it's you know a lot of the songs are just they're just driving. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just uh, really really good songs. Um, a good riff, you know, he, double bass, everything. You know, just good. Yeah, you're right. Just driving. He was supposed to get back together with Sanctuary. Yeah, to record I another album. Did. I thought he did. Um, I'm not quite sure because um, I they bought finished it or that. released it. Or... I, I I bought a, a sanctuary album. Did you? Well, you know what was what it was. That's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's what it was. They they finished the album right, but then yeah. he died before the tour. So um, I had bought tickets already for Iced Earth Sanctuary, and so. Um, they brought in this other guy to take his place, and the guy did a pretty good job. I can't think of his name now, but um, but yeah, I, I saw that uh, the tour for that for that album. Um, it would have been the um, the and it was the it was a tour Ice Earth did with uh, with Black Flag and Seven Headed Horror, or whatever album that was. What, what was that? Um, what, uh, what album was that? Which the, uh, the Ice Earth one? Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I have to look it up. 
I don't know. Yeah, I can't think. But it was that tour. Yeah. And it was them in Sanctuary. And, um, um, yeah, so I missed I missed seeing him live because he passed away before um, before that show. But yeah. anyhow, that would have been great. Great to see. So that was, that was 10 for me there. 10? Okay. Well, I'll try to bust these out pretty pretty quick here um six dream theater and i had just saw dream theater for the first time in my life only this was this was when the um this was right before COVID again so um i finally got to see him live and then everything shut down we were getting some good concerts around here but uh yeah you got um, cheated though you you didn't get to see him with portnoy no i did not know no, yeah. I, I I couldn't believe I how short the uh, um, uh, Mike. Uh, oh crap! Can't remember his name. Mangini. Yeah, Mangini is. Uh, we waited outside. Me and some guys. You were telling me the story. Yeah, I did tell you that. We're yeah. waiting by their bus, and uh, we're trying to get uh, you know photographs or whatever. And uh, saw Mangini. This one guy tried to shake his hand. He said, "No, I don't shake hands." And, I, and now I'm thinking, "Hey, smart man." because <laughs> it was it was right before i mean obviously he don't he don't want to get sick so i i can respect that because I, I you know i'm more of a fist bump guy now if i <laughs> do anything but but uh i hate that yeah, i know but i don't the fist bump i can't I, stand it i know but i'd rather just not do anything no no hand contact at all anymore i just kind of wave hey man <laughs> hey how's it going <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> salute yeah. What's worse is the elbow bump people do now. Oh yeah, the elbow bump. Yeah, that's that's bad. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I, I couldn't believe how short he was because he looks he looks so much taller on uh, you know stage behind that big kit. I mean, he's got a massive yeah. kit, you know. And uh, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was cool. I mean, you know, he, he only said two words and walked on the bus. And then uh, the uh, bass player, he was kind of. Uh, shy, I would say. He didn't say much, you know, but he was, he seemed nice. John Petrucci, he was really cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, he took pictures with uh, everybody and everything before he got on there. But anyway, the, the there was no sign of uh, Labrie, and um, everybody left. And uh, I was like, man, I'm sticking around. Me and this one dude stuck, stuck around. It was cold out. Labrie comes around uh, the building. And I said, James, it's James Labrie, you know, and uh, whatever. And, uh, dude, he was the coolest. I mean, he he took a picture with me and everything, and uh, he was super cool. I thought he was going to be a dick, and he was totally freaking awesome. He's like, no problem, man. So, anyway, that was my my, um, dream theater experience. Really cool. Cool guys. Uh, James was actually the nicest that, that... and and John, so that's it. And Petrucci's that. a pretty, he's a pretty, he's a pretty big guy. He is, he is. But yeah, he yeah. was he was super cool. Um, I he missed the up. key. I missed the uh, keyboard player. He does a lot of stuff with like a lot of the companies I, I work with, uh, doing reviews for and stuff. All right, next one is Hardline. Hardline mm-hmm. is another band that I just uh, you know, first time I heard them, just absolutely loved them. The and, Gioli brothers? Yes. Gioli brothers. Yeah. And the first time I heard them, I don't know if I told you the story, but uh, I was watching this movie called Rapid Fire with Brandon Lee. You know, that was the movie before he did The Crow. And Rapid Fire had a couple Hardline songs in them. I'm like, who is this band? This guy is awesome. The singer, you know, I was just like... <clears throat> Yeah, as soon as I heard them, I was just like, I kind of know who this band is. But they had two songs in that in that uh, movie. Anyway, I they got them cheap. I finally uh, they finally put out a, a debut and uh, and uh, what was it ninety one I think uh, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, whenever that first CD came out was with, with um, you're making me hot. Sherry, you know that one. Yeah, I prefer the second album. Double Eclipse, Double Eclipse. Yeah, I love that album though. Double Eclipse. I, well, I loved them all. Of course, they put out some. They're still putting out albums, but uh, I think they're. I don't know if he's still 
gonna do it with now Neil that Shine. he's when you know now that he's with uh you know enemy eyes but um but yeah i didn't pick up a lot of the later ones but yeah he had they had quite a bit that they put out you know but they i don't know double clips 92 it came out mca records the second one came out um oh that one didn't come out till 2002 wow oh really i didn't know that huh it, that that makes that, that 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 makes that makes sense yeah yeah that, that makes sense I huh. that. but yeah that was um but yeah, that, I, I like that album uh, way better than the than the first one. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just love the first one. It had to take me taking me down. Oh, I love that song. Um, Doctor Love, can't find my way home. That was in rapid fire. That one, and I forget what the other one was. In the hands of time, that was a great song. There wasn't a lot of uh, I don't know. Life's a bitch. I mean, that was the. That was the that was the first song. I wasn't crazy about that one. I'm not sure why they put that as the first song. Uh they should have probably did taken me down. That would have been a good good one to kick that album off. Anyway, hardline. Uh I know this has to be on your list. Iced Earth. Yes. Okay. Iced Earth it is. So yeah, so we'll we'll have to talk about this together because uh First time I heard Iced Earth was the Dark Saga album. Yes. With that was about Spawn, if people don't know. Oh my gosh. The first time I heard that album, I was just blown away. I got to see him live. Did you ever get to see him live? Yeah, I saw I've seen him twice. Did you? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What tour did you see them on? Um, the first time I saw them, it would have been the um, Something Wicked tour. Okay, yeah. And then the last time was the one, uh, the tour, like I said, the, with uh, Black Flag and the Seven-Headed Horror, or whatever, which one that was. When, I forget what that album's called. It's driving me nuts. I'm going to have to look it up now. But, yeah, I've seen them twice. And Damn, the first yeah. time, I, uh, first time I, um, I saw him, it was funny because John Schaefer comes out um, – waving the american flag you know mm -hmm. on yeah. stage and he i don't know when he was doing it, but he, he had this like little hitler mustache it was hilarious <laughs> oh man so um, i th i think what was it um gosh what was it um it's not the plagues of bambalon i um i'm looking it up right now it's driving me nuts oh incorruptible was that incorruptible yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh yeah, just um I mean they had that I mean let's be honest. Well I mean let's 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 really be completely honest. You know, they John You Schaefer, can be honest, but I'm <laughs> I don't know uh, what you're gonna say. <laughs> well we're 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 gonna we're gonna agree. I mean we're we're gonna agree that okay. you know, um the music on all the albums is awesome because John Schaefer has that machine gun rhythm guitar arm, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. And for the most part, you know, the drummer has been for the most part, pretty stable with uh, Brent Smedley. Right. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they've, they've had a couple of different guys, but, but he, but he's a solid, really solid drummer. Yeah. But the, the best albums are with Matthew Barlow. You know, they're, they're the best albums, but hands down um, the, the original guy, eh, and when they got the Ripper, eh, and then uh, Stu, Stu Block, he, he's okay, but nobody can compare to Barlow. And that's that's when literally when they put the best albums out was with, with him. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Stu, Stu, Stu has a great, great voice. Um, I, I think he tried to emulate Math, Matthew, you know, obviously. And maybe that's the way he sings. I don't know. But I, I thought he did try to emulate Matthew. Matthew Barlow, but Matthew Barlow, I mean, that's the iced earth we all fall in, fell in love with in the beginning, I right. mean, for sure. I mean, I remember like like when it said Nevermore, clean vocals, this one I remember said power metal with melodic vocals. That's why, so I, I did see it did have melodic vocals on one of the albums. And when I was thinking back, that was the, that was what, what sold me. It was, right. I, I was like a crackhead 
looking for the next new band. Music just, it just keeps you going. Yeah, I mean, not so much anymore, but, you know, especially in the 90s when, you know, the music scene totally changed. You didn't want to let go. You didn't, you didn't no. want to let go of metal, so you were like, no. I got to find something. I got to find something to compete with these losers, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, we, we ended up... Um, you know, getting all these bands that were on these, you know, you know, weird labels like uh, Century Media and, uh, you know, SKV and, uh, you know, all these like um, German yeah. labels. Um, and because we were looking for something uh, else. And you know what I mean? That was, you know, even though metal that most people think of died about in 92 here in America. I mean, there was a resurgence of like a new breed of metal that came out. And then there was just so much you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't even listen to all of it there was just so much hey guys what's up this is steve montgomery from retro media talk hey i just want to let you know i got a new album out called night sky if you like ambient cinematic type music a little synth wave mixed in with uh, some of the tracks hey check it out it's available on bandcamp amazon spotify and some other outlets Okay, guys, that concludes part one of our most listened to metal bands of the night. Please join us next week for part two. Thanks for listening, guys. Please find us on all the platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Red Circle, Anchor FM, and more. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you.